It's hard to pinpoint exactly where my addiction started. It really all started in high school for me. Uh, I was very interested in music. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was like 13 years old. And by the time I was 15, I was trying out for bands, trying to become a musician. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't let it affect my schooling too much. I graduated from high school um, in, with honors. Um, after high school, I ended up being homeless for quite a period of time. Uh, I lived in a car with a friend of mine who was also a bandmate in a separate band. Um, I've wronged a lot of people in those processes, you know? I, I stole from people. I've done stupid, shady things in my life. I'm not proud of, by any means. I feel like I wouldn't be, as corny as it sounds, I wouldn't be who I am today. Not, I, wanna, I don't wanna say where, because I'm not where I wanna be yet, yeah. but I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't be able to continue to grow as a person if I didn't experience a lot of those things. You're listening to the Forging Fury podcast, a show dedicated to bettering lives through fitness, nutrition, and inspiring stories from athletes of every stripe. What's up, sweet people? This is Coach Riley. You are listening to the Forging Fury podcast. I am riding solo today. Again, Miguel Grease, a.k.a. Michael Gray, is dealing with a sick child. So I am manning the ship alone. But I am here with my friend Dom Dorema. What's going on, Dom? Hey, how you doing? What's up, dude? This has been a long time coming, dude. I feel like this is going to be a good one. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, this is my first podcast first appearance podcast. ever. I'm, okay. I'm an avid podcast listener. Yeah, we always go back and forth about what we're listening to. And yeah, stuff like I listen that, to so. a few ones pretty regularly so what do you is, go to if you had uh, to rogan yeah uh, I'm one of those guys rogan is like the mecca of podcasts i think <laughs> dom kind of like you've been involved with this gym for how long have you been, how long have you been coming here i've been coming here i was a new year's resolutioner oh actually. wow that's kind of cool. it's kind of funny so my, my origin story begins with my wife uh okay. she started as a member here and your and, wife is christy yes christy my yeah. wife, Christy, shout out to her yeah, and my yeah, son, yeah. Silas. And Silas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she started here. I want to say it was in like June 2016. Um, she started here, you know, in her, in her weight loss efforts and yeah. came home, told me how much she loved it. How'd she trick you into coming though? So it, that's fun, the funny thing. It took her six months of, wow. of asking me pretty regularly to, if come I wanted you. to come, just check it out. And I yeah. was so unwilling. I had never been one for exercise ever in my life. Yeah. I played a lot of video games at the time. Hell yeah. um, I really haven't well, touched them no. since I started here, which is the funny part. Yeah. Um, so you sort of am tired. Like you get, <laughs> when you leave here, you're like, dude, I just want to go to bed. I'm the type of person, like I, I have an addictive personality, so I, I know relate. I'm going to have vices. So I just have to manage what they are. This is a, a vice uh, like fitness or CrossFit is something that gives you stuff back. Like I put a lot of time into bad vices and then they really, the return on them is not very, been very good. But I have a history with that as well. Yeah. Ex <laughs> exercise is a, is a, like an, a vice or an addiction of sorts that yields a good reward. So, you know, I just traded bad habits for good habits. Absolutely. And then I'm still working on that. Yeah. Today. <laughs> well, we all still have those bad habits, but so, okay. What was the, like the deciding factor? Like, yo, I gotta go. So she got me to agree to come to the Fury Christmas party. Okay. at the end of that year and then uh, I got to come see the place and I was like you know this place looks kind of interesting um, maybe I'll check it out and then there was a deal going on for New Year's people so she got me to come in and I think it gave her a month free at the time or something oh, yeah. like that I don't Easy remember decision. what the exact deal was uh, but I came and tried a class and I ended up <laughs> there's a guy that I don't know if he used to I don't know I think he worked here 
Um, I was so new at the time and he kind of left shortly after then that I don't know. I know his sister worked here. Mm. Um, his name was Paul. I watched him after, after I went through a class and was dying on the floor. I watched him just randomly box jump, I guess, the front counter, which is 49 <laughs> inches. I've measured it. It's Holy 49 inches. Cow. That is my current goal. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like I, speechless. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to do that. So Have I signed tried? up. I haven't tried that. <laughs> I'm close. I've gotten 45 and a half. Okay. So okay. I'm very close. Yeah, better than where you started. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> okay, so you started, and like, what were your initial thoughts? Like, um, were you, like, how severely were you out of shape? I mean, like, were you. I mean, I was pretty out of shape. I weighed 248 pounds the day I started. Okay, that's, that's, and I mean, I, if you can't see Dom, he's look, he looks like a, you know, a half of the man he was at 248. I look like the guy that the old me ate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the appetizer for the old guy is yeah. what Dom is now. He's like, what, yeah, do, what about, are you running right now? I'm about 167, 100, between there and a buck 70. So about 80 pounds you lost. Yes. I'm no mathematician. But Roughly, yeah. about right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was a big journey. Um, I started here and I started three days a week. Mm -hmm. I tried to hit it to the best of my abilities. I wasn't, I was kind of afraid of commitment to it. Um, because I was so new to exercise. I, even in, I, I was the guy who always came out came up with the excuses to get out of stuff in PE Mm. because I didn't (laughs) want to do it. Damn. Yeah. So (laughs) that's me. (laughs) Yeah. So like, was it like, was your body super sore? Like, were you, Oh yeah. Like, it still is. Every yeah, single day. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but Kinda it's, just it's become now. something that I look forward to. Mm. And that's part of the reason I come is because I feel good when I, it, it, I feel a sense of satisfaction yeah. with that soreness. Yeah. For people like I can tell them all the things that they want to hear, but like until a person feels the way that they feel, like they feel good. Like that, that feeling is like worth its weight in gold. Like as someone that has experience in this realm, it gives you a high. It, it really does. does. Yeah. Exercise is a drug. I'm sorry for my friends. It, That's the only drug I'm one, on. Though. Yeah. It's a great one because it's better for your body. So you started and then like, did you ever like change your diet or just like, tell me how the so, kind of, you lose 80 pounds. Not, you don't lose 80 pounds by mistake. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't just CrossFit. I learned mm. some, st- a little more about nutrition once I got here, which is the great thing about yeah. this place. It offers a lot of information for people that are interested um, I didn't make a lot of huge changes to my diet. Honestly, I'm, I'm still fueled by shit. Yeah. 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 I'll be honest. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I had mean, a grilled cheese before I came here. <laughs> grilled cheese. Yeah. It yeah, had I some bacon and lettuce and tomato on it. Though. All right. So you made but, better decisions. You know, a little yeah. bit. It's yeah. It's all about balance. I like bread. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think the biggest thing would be cutting out soda. I was a mm. big soda person. That's huge. I mean, to the point where I would go through a two liter amount and do in a day. Wow. Or more. And that's crack, dude. Mountain oh, Dew. Oh, yeah. Dude, Mountain the Dew. Of sugar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Woo! Yeah, like. I'm all jacked up. Yeah, that stuff is powerful. Yeah. Um, and people spend a lot of money on it, too. That's Absolutely. Just not cheap. It's not. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's only becoming increasingly more expensive, which is funny. Yeah, but it's and funny that we're paying it. to kill ourselves. Yeah. I thought about that. That's what it is, too. Yeah, soda is a hell of a drug, and that's a and that's a a lot of thing that people they don't understand. Like they just cut that liquid out. Like, yeah, they cut that out, and they can be like they can lose pounds so easily. I think I was getting a majority of my calories from it. Yeah. So we dropped. Uh, we talked about it a little earlier, but you do have a son, Silas. Yes. Yes. How old is Silas now? He is seventeen months. Seventeen months. So at what point do you stop saying months? <laughs> I, I want to say one and a half now. Yeah, right. It's pretty close. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's close enough for me, honestly. But What's, I think most people better I, understand in the term of months until about twenty-four. Yeah, I think I moved here right before, oh, right after Silas was born. When uh, when was he born? December. Okay, yeah. So I moved here in January. Yeah, so, Chris so it was just right before. Us, yeah. Or I'm sorry, he was born right before you got yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
like pretty much Silas is my like timeline of like how long I've been in Arizona as yeah. well. It's kind of funny how that works, <laughs> but like, it's wild to see the transition. Like, like people change when they have babies. Like, how do you feel like you've changed since then? Um, I feel like I'm a little bit more future oriented. Mm. Um, I was never much of a planner. Um, that's, <laughs> I, I've always left that to my wife, Christy. Mm. She's great. She's very, very organized. I've always been organized, but more on a chaotic level. So. Chaotic organization. I can yeah, relate. If, if you can understand that. Yeah, totally. I think that <laughs> might be a guy thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That, makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now I, I actually find myself writing down goals and trying to figure the steps to work towards it mm. before I would kind of just come up with goals and then forget about it yeah. <laughs> or just not come up with or them at all. just get distracted. Yeah. yeah. I was very, very easily distracted. Now it's a little bit harder. Will to you have distracted. a constant reminder of like what you want to do these Absolutely. goals for? Absolutely. And yeah. you know, I want to provide an example for him. Mm. So, so Dom, there's another kind of piece of your story that I really want to talk about. Sure. And at one point you struggled with addiction. Yes. Like how comfortable are you talking about that? I'm very comfortable. Cool. I, I still struggle with it every day, man. Well, well, yeah. Well, it's, I don't think addiction it's is something you completely part get rid of my of. personality yeah, at yeah. this point. So it's, tell uh, us kind of the story behind that and how that kind of came about um, your journey through it. I don't, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where it started. Um, I know where the worst part of my addiction started. Because I had addictions as a kid. I was addicted to video games and stuff as a mm. kid. I, in middle school, I wanted to be a video game designer. That was what I wanted to do, um, which is probably the most realistic profession I ever came up with <laughs> yeah, as a child. Right? As a kid. Especially like, looking pretty, back now. It sounds like you have your shit together. Yeah, <laughs> a little like, bit. Yeah. Oh, wow, he must see something I don't see. What happened? <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know what happened with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found, uh, I found drugs pretty early on in life. I think I smoked pot for the first time in like seventh grade. Wow. Um, but that was never really, I never got into that heavily. Um, it really all started in high school for me. Uh, I was very interested in music. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was like 13 years old. And by the time I was 15, I was trying out for bands, trying to become a musician. That's what I wanted to do. That's dope. What do you play? I, I still play guitar. Guitar? Um, every once in a while. I haven't okay. picked it up. Um, and then I like to sing, but I'm no good at it. Okay. So, Well, that's, that's kind of how I feel about dancing. I'm not a good dancer, but I'm like... Oh, yeah. well, I'm, no, I'm bad at it too. So I like to dance, but I'm a bad dancer. <laughs> I like to dance behind closed doors at home. Yeah. Or sometimes in the gym if I'm feeling a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm a, a gym dancer, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, so when I was about 15, I started trying out for bands and I, I ended up linking up with, he's still my best friend and I can't blame him for any of this. Mm. Um, but he, he was actually the best man at my wedding. That's and, cool, uh, Alex Tarbell, he'll always be my best friend. Hell yeah. Um, so... I, I uh, didn't realize at the time that I had known him. Uh, he actually ended, I found out later on, I, I tried out for this, I'll continue. I tried yeah. out for this band. Sorry, I'm trying to get to the point here. Yeah, no worries. Um, I tried out for this band. They ended up liking me and let me join. They were all a little bit older than I was. Um, I want to say mm. 20, 21-ish at the time. And you were? And I was 15 going on 16. Wow, that's a big age uh, gap. Yeah, experience. Pretty, pretty big age gap, especially for those ages mm. and just the overall personality what you're doing at 21 and what you're doing at 15 should be two different things yeah definitely (laughs) um so i mean i guess it was probably a little bit of more of an influence than it should have been than i i should i should have been smart enough to know 
that what I was getting myself into and I wasn't. But you were 15. I yeah, mean, exactly. Like, you know, you can't expect very, much very, from like 15. You can't expect much. at that age. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of adults that are that way. Yeah, still to real. this day, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm, I'm one of them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it matters what it is, but I'm very impressionable. Yeah. But um, so I started in this band um, because they were older. They all had some habits. Uh, so I was introduced into uh, other drugs like painkillers. And that's mm. actually what I started with was Vicodin. Wow. First thing I ever took, um, I got my wisdom teeth out. I, I, I don't think that was the first time I ever took it. I had taken it probably hanging out with some of those guys before then. Mm. Um, but I received an, a prescription myself when uh i got my wisdom teeth taken out when i was 16 and it went a lot faster than it should have and i found that i had taken quite a liking to painkillers mm. so i continued to do them uh for a lot of years uh all through high school and then wow. uh, you know obviously it kind of went out from there and i experienced pretty much every other drug i can think of yeah. some some not directly like i've never smoked meth mm. um I've done ecstasy with meth, cut, yeah. you know, cut with meth before, but wow. um, a lot of other things, psychedelics. So would you say you those know. pain, like the painkillers were a gateway drug? Like, is that a thing or like? I don't know if they were a gateway drug for me, but those, that, that was like my main vice. Yeah. Um, and that's what I continued to do for a long time uh, to the point where, you know, I, I didn't let it affect my schooling too much. I graduated from high school yeah. um, in, with honors. I did pretty well. Wow. School, so you, school wasn't much of a challenge for me, and I don't know if that was the curriculum where I was at or what it was. You had your shit together for a drug addict. I, not you really. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least surface level. Yeah, surface level to some people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there were some, those who really knew me knew that it wasn't great and it was just going to get worse, and it yeah. did. Yeah. Um, after high school, I ended up being homeless for quite a period of time. Yeah. I lived in a car with a friend of mine who was also a bandmate in a separate band that you know, the first band had been broken up and we started another one with a couple of different people, the same singer and I, it was mm. my friend Alex. Um, and I was, he was the bass player. He had a two door red Pontiac Sunfire. I don't even know what year it was 90 something piece of shit. Yeah. Um, him and I lived in that together. And then I, I ended up dating this chick. Um, I won't even say names. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> for a period of time, a couple of months, um, we ended up getting stuck living in that car all three of us. Wow. So that was very uncomfortable for a period of time. I could imagine. I, uh, you know, just met people where, so I could house hop, mm. it, you know, I wore out a lot of welcomes. Yeah. Um, during that time of my life, lost a lot of friends. Did you feel yourself kind of going down the slippery slope or like, did it, was it just gradual? It didn't, it didn't seem as bad as it really was at the time. Yeah. It was, I'd yeah. say more gradual. Mm. Um, you know, and things just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and, was still Vicodin the drug of choice? I'm um, not not really Vicodin. It evolved from there. Okay, uh, oxycodone. I ended yeah. up doing a lot of uh, drug called Suboxone, which is actually used for treatment. Mm. Um, I use that to kind of maintain in between when I could really afford to get high. Mm. Um, it's it's kind of similar to methadone and buprenorphine, naloxone, two mm. chemicals in it. Um, buprenorphine and naloxone work together in the way that uh, it gives the opiate receptors in your brain a little bit of a taste and then shuts them off. Naloxone yeah. is what they use at Narcan. That's what they pretty much revive people that are ODing with today. Yeah. That, you know, there's... I see so it's like a good and a bad thing together. Yes. Oh, um, so that's to help manage the addiction and withdrawal symptoms. And it's meant to be tapered off of by a doctor. Mm. I've never 
gotten it from a doctor. I always mm. bought it on the street from people. Yeah. Um, but it was the cheapest option to maintain. I remember when I first started getting them, they were like five bucks a pill, man. Mm. And I could stretch a pill using a, a hose clamp as a grinder mm. and just doing little bumps of it for yeah. a week, you know? And then I, the price eventually rose and became more and more expensive to like 15, 20 bucks a pill wow. by, by the end of my career with painkillers. But um, it was still the most manageable option. So I'd say that was probably what I did the most. And, you know, people say you don't get high from it, but you, you definitely do because I am. At least you did. I did. I did. I mean, you don't feel as high when you're on it. But looking back now with more of a clear head, I was I was really fucked up that yeah. whole time. <laughs> I mean, I really was. And lack of better words. Yeah. Yeah. There's so no other way for me. Was to there it. like a breaking point? Like what was, what got it turned around or like, um, I credit a lot of that to my now wife because yeah. Hell yeah, when, when her and I met, she didn't know about a lot of my issues. I hid mm. that from her for a long time. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it, it does cause some, some issues today with trust and things like that. Mm. And I am totally to blame for those things. Yeah. Um, I understand that, uh, it makes it difficult Yeah. down the line. I understand that now. Um, yeah. I didn't think about that back when I was hiding it from her, unfortunately. Totally. I wish I would have been a little smarter. Yeah. Um, well, but, you must have really liked her to be willing to hide that uh, from her. She, like, yeah, I mean... It that's re- probably a reason why you hid it from her. It's like, oh, I don't want to screw this up. I really like yeah, this chick. It, and that's what it comes to is somewhat of an ultimatum. Mm. You know, either you get your shit together and we figure this out or see ya. Yeah. And... It looks like you made the right choice. I do I believe I did. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did <laughs> I too. definitely did. And You're thankfully this was lo- all before we had a child and yeah, all of this. Yeah, this yeah. was even before we were married. We've yeah. been married a few years now. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, better than living in a car. Yeah. I think you're headed the, the right direction. Yeah. Now. And, you know, I think a lot of that was, just, it was all fueled by uh, broken dreams of wanting to be a musician, yeah. realizing how hard it was. Yeah. Um, as a lot of people do and falling down that unfortunate path that mm. a lot of them do. Well, it, well, it seems like you kind of have this journey and you, there was a deciding factor and you kind of went with it and, and projected up. Yeah. I, I, I like to think I parlayed my old life into a new one. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately I, I, I still talk to some people that I was connected with back then, not on the same level. Uh, yeah. by any means fortunately i do have a few friends that have cleaned their lives up as well that's good uh, but unfortunately on the other hand i've lost a lot of friends even over the past few years six years since i've been out here i've missed quite a few funerals unfortunately because yeah. it just wasn't it's it a harsh was, reality of it, that yeah i wasn't able to travel change, back you're you gonna know? end up in a box it's it's very unfortunate and i'm glad that i i was able to have the help and the support to make it out of that. So do you think that this community CrossFit or CrossFit Fury in general has like played a big part in like I do. keeping you clean? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, like just I found said, a new vice. yeah, like I said, what we I, said earlier. I have the personality where I'm, I know I'm going to have vices. Mm. I just have to work on managing what those vices are. Yeah. Um, and you know, honestly, I feel myself more connected to this one than I ever did mm. doing. I think it's cause you're sober. Painkillers. <laughs> like yeah. You actually feel it. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely, I can relate to you and I'm a man of impulses Yes. and how to, <laughs> how to manage those impulses have been, it's been huge for me. Like all of the, all of the impulses. It's like, an everyday struggle. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in the worst thing you can think in that situation is that you're alone in that, like everyone has those decisions that they make every day. Like yeah. those impulses, like how you, like how you do that, like people feel alone in that journey and it's, it's really not, you know, for me though, there are some moments where I do, I want to feel that way. Mm. I, I want to figure it out myself. I, yeah. I really don't need an outside perspective mm. because if I, there, there are certain things in my life and I can't really give you an example. I just know I've experienced it that 
I realize that if I'm able to come to the realization that something's wrong, I'm able to come with come up with a solution. Yeah. That's one thing. I, got, I like solving problems. Yeah, your problems. I, 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 and you're kind of a gearhead too. You like I to, really am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You I'm like a tinkerer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to tinker with things yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I mean, that's and you take that same kind of mindset into yeah. like internal when you got to do the work inside. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I try I try to be as introspective as possible whenever yeah. I can. Being aware, I think, is a huge thing, and I've gotten a little bit better at hashtag woke. Yeah, staying woke in these streets. Well, just with me, like understanding why those impulses and the things that I want to do, like why do I have those? Like doing the work inside me instead of blaming those things, like whatever it may be, like why is it that I want that? Yeah. Why is it, am I craving that? Why is it, am I leaning towards doing this? And and it's all because of me. Yeah. Like it's all internal. Like, and, and, ex- and just understanding that and getting a little bit more comfortable with of, of those impulses and being aware yeah, of that. And huge. you know, sometimes you can dwindle it down to a specific reason as mm. to why you came up with that whole idea or whatever it may be. Yeah. And that can lead you on to something that didn't come to you at first, that it was a way better idea. Yeah. I've been so, able, I've been able to do a lot of work and trace it back to a, a yeah. couple, there's a and, couple key factors in everyone's life that kind of change the trajectory and like absolutely builds that mindset and, and, and things like that. But like, if you can go to that, meet it, kind of figure it out and, do the work of unpack why and like yeah. kind of what happened that made it made you wanted to, to go in that direction. It's, it's, it kind of gives you some freedom. I think, I think so like too. When you do the work, I think look inside a little bit. And when, for me, it's like, I have, I deal with people a lot and I know you do too. Um, it's like, why is it that what people do? Like, why is it that that bothers me? Or like, what are they doing? Like, it's not about them at all anymore. Like, it's like, why does it, yeah. what they're doing bothering me? You know, I find myself doing that a lot more as I get older too. Um, I, I was pretty hot headed as when I was younger and I still am today at times. Weren't we all? Um, but a lot of times I find myself stepping back from that more quickly at least. Yeah. Um, not every time, unfortunately. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. No one's but, perfect. Um, you know, I find myself stepping back more quickly to examine, Hey, why, why are you even mad? Like yeah. this doesn't really affect you. Yeah. It's it, you know, it was 30 seconds of your day. Just get over it. Yeah. Move on. And I like just talking on those impulses earlier, like the way, like when something happens to me personally, it's like the way I feel in that initial moment mm-hmm. isn't the way I'm going to feel about it. And like, you know, 10 minutes. I would hope not. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so like if I act on those initial feelings like that I'm having in that moment, sometimes it, it that's when I make mistakes. It's yeah. like when I act initially and be like, Oh, whatever you're doing is bothering me so much that I want to like yell at you or like project whatever <laughs> I'm going through in this day. Like, and it happens. I do yeah. it all the time. Well, trying not to do it as much. But like, <laughs> when I like channel all the kind of anger that I have into something that had nothing to do with that person, like, it's just like you gotta you gotta figure that out about yourself. Like, what is it in me that's causing this this crazy array? I think that's how people succeed in mm-hmm. life. Honestly, well, the the level of awareness I think is important. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you have to be able to to honestly examine yourself to be able to better yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way around it. That's 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 deep. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, like, when I first met you, like, we, like, we, we talked and, like, we became pretty good friends pretty quickly, I think, because yeah. we... I, I think we, we relate on some, some level. A lot of things. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know if I could begin to list them, honestly. <laughs> exactly. I, when I first came here, like, there was a couple people that weren't so sure about me, but there was people initially that I knew that I was going to click with, and Dom is definitely one of those people. You're one of them long hairs. Yeah, them long-haired hippie boys. I understand. I used to have long hair, too. Yeah, yeah. You show me some pictures. <laughs> That's not really why we relate, but... Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Or Part, just yeah, one of the I'm, lists. Yeah, it's, Part yeah, of the you list. know, it's like 2B. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just a long laundry list. 
But um, so we we went through that addiction thing, man. I, and you told me that, and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't even see that coming. Like when you told me that, I was like, wow, like he's come a long way since then. I try not to carry myself that way yeah. anymore. You know, it doesn't I, define who you are. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. I, I was able to just use that as as experience. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't regret a lot of the decisions I made. There are some, yeah, mm-hmm. that I do. Um, I've wronged a lot of people in those processes. You yeah. know. I, I stole from people. I've mm. done stupid, shady things in my life. Mm. I'm not proud of by yeah. any means. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't be, as corny as it sounds, I wouldn't be yeah. who I am today. Not, I, wanna, I don't want to say where because I'm not where I want to be yet. Yeah. But I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't be able to continue to grow as a person if mm. I didn't experience a lot of those things. Yeah. Well, you, you've handled a lot of adversity. Yeah, like and yeah, you, and I'd like to think so. Yeah, no, yeah. As, a, as a white privileged guy, yeah, right. you know, <laughs> exactly. Adversity is as we call it, you know, maybe as you, hard as it can get. Yeah, it's I like, mean, yeah, deal, well, dealing dealing with addiction is is a lot of adversity. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And you <laughs> I know, I wouldn't sell yourself short on that one, but for me, I chose to look at it differently than a lot of people. I think I never went to a rehab or anything like mm. that. I tried to self medicate, and I still kind of do. Mm. Um, if I'm being honest, <laughs> um, you know, I I used. After I finally tried to get myself away from Suboxone, I used Kratom for a few years, mm. uh, which I've recently... That was before it got really cool, though. Yeah, I started <laughs> using it before everyone knew about it, and it was yeah. under all this controversy for with no issues. I don't really believe that it's killing people besides maybe contaminated stuff with yeah. salmonella or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, because I've taken too much. It, feels, it makes you feel sick, and you throw it up, and then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty mild. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed with Kratom as safe as it does seem, there are withdrawals from Kratom as well. Mm. Um, since I've come off of it, I think it's probably been five, maybe six months now Yeah. since I stopped doing Kratom. Yeah. Um, I feel great, yeah. but there was a period of withdrawal from it, which was very, very akin to Suboxone, which it's more mild than if you were to come off a of heroin or something like that. Yeah. Much more mild, but it's a lot, lot longer period of time. Yeah. Um, you know, versus three to five ish days for coming off heroin before yeah. you're like able to somewhat function again. Well, like you see these movies and, and I'm just going to ask your opinion. Like you see like the movies where people are getting off drugs and like, yeah. is it really like that? Uh, a lot of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, there, there are some pretty accurate uh, depictions yeah. of it, but there are a lot of inaccurate ones as well. Yeah. Um, for me, rehab wasn't going to be an option. Like you see in a lot of movies, mm. I, uh, I get my, I, I like to form my own opinions about things. Mm. And for me, um, that happened pretty early on in life. I kind of fell away from religion and I know a lot of rehabs kind of integrate religion into that. So I don't, I just didn't feel, and I know there are some without, mm. um, I just didn't feel the therapy and that type of thing. I was never much of a talker about my feelings, I guess. Yeah. Um, those type of things weren't going to work for me. So mm-hmm. I decided to try it on, on my own and kind of self-medicate my way out of it, which yeah. fortunately I was able to do it. Yeah. Um, you Maybe know, not the most effective for everyone, but like no, for you. definitely not the most yeah. effective for everyone. And I definitely still have vices that I have to maintain, but mm-hmm. I think they're on a whole different level, especially yeah. today's day and age, yeah. um, you know, with law changes and things like that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to where it's not a problem. Yeah, did you it's, see it's that uh, they just legalized decriminalized yeah. mushrooms? That's yes. huge. That's a big step for people. It's a very big step because I yeah. think there's a, they can be a very valuable tool for people with you know PTSD. Well, the and, studies are there and anxiety like issues. The, the the data is there. So Dude, like, I have personal experience with yeah. them. I'm I, I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I've taken <laughs> mushrooms a lot in my life, and you know they do they do affect you. Yeah. 
on that type of well, level. Well, there's clinical trials and research. Yeah, and like, that's, yeah. I'm so happy that they're actually doing yeah. the scientific research on it now so that they can make it valid. Well, they can, they can back it up with science. Like, yeah. you can say what you want about whatever drug that you disagree with or don't like, but, like, when there's clinical research done by Absolutely. doctors and, and done by people that know what they're talking about, it's hard to argue with that. And decriminalization was the first step in them being able to do yeah. those types of things on a big, on a more grand scale, yeah. I think, I because mean, they've been happening. It's you been know? huge with people with PTSD, and I was yeah. like, that's only a thing that's going to, it's not going anywhere. No, definitely like, not. It's able to help these people kind of deal with what's happened and deal with it without getting on prescription pills. Yeah, Because like, that's absolutely. what they do. You tell a guy to go fight your war for him, he goes through everything for you and sees a lot of stuff on the way, and then you try to put him back into real life, and the only thing that makes him feel normal are these pills. Yeah. And to me, man, with the internet and social media and all that, the world's only getting crazier, and I think people are are becoming broken somewhat desensitized almost i think desensitized on some levels and even more sensitive on others yeah right you know what i'm saying like both ends of the spectrum it's it's not even just veterans which that's a huge part of it Mm. definitely most definitely and i think that that mushrooms can be a good tool for them to utilize for that Mm. but you know just as as far as the general population yeah um you know, it's going to provide some access to everyone. Yeah, I think it, I mean, it has a stigma. Like it, it definitely it, does. It, it's had a definitely. bad rap for a long time, but I think that people are being helped by it. And if it's going to help someone, then I'm down for it. Like if, if, if it can help people in the right way, then yeah, I'm all absolutely. for it. it. it it's a tool like any other. Yeah. As long as it's utilized correctly, yeah. it it can be advantageous I think, I mean, to There's been huge strides in the last five to 10 years with, when it comes to marijuana. Absolutely. Like, and from a medicinal standpoint, and the research is there, the data is there, like it's helping people. Like it, if it's helping people, like, dude, I'm cool with it. I don't care what you do. You know, it's crazy though. I think because there, I've seen both sides of the spectrum with it actually. So yeah, it is helping a lot of people. Um, but I also, I, again, I won't mention any names. I know a person that had some adverse experience with, you know, just the, the grade of marijuana that is available today, Mm. um, with concentrates and things like that and, and high potency THC. Um, there's that small subset of people, you may have read an article article or two about it before Mm. that are experiencing a lot of adverse reactions and becoming nauseous Mm. and unable to to keep food down, different things like that from the high levels of THC in their body. Yeah. So she's one of those people. Mm. Um, and she had to quit smoking pot, wow. which as soon as she did and the THC started to work its way out of her system, all of those things went away. Wow. So, and she was, like I said, it doesn't, it's not going to be a tool that everyone uses. Yeah. But it's just another option. Absolutely. When it comes to healthcare, people need options. Everyone's different. And you know, it's, it's no different than your doctor putting you on some medication mm to see if it works that yeah. happens all the time yeah every exactly day. exactly they put you on something it doesn't work they try something else well if they can't sell it in a pill form then like if they can't make money off of it it's those guys up at like big pharma like big yeah. big medicine that that are going to have a problem with this because we're like it's another option well, that people can use they're working on their own end of it too yeah well so. probably they're already investing in that like, oh yeah like, well yeah. They've, they've been making thc stuff i had a, a friend that i used to actually lived with after my period of homelessness mm. Um, who is a paraplegic and I, I made a deal with him. I would help kind of live with him and take care of him. And he gave me a place to stay. Um, but he was on something because he was a paraplegic. He was on a lot of different medications. He was on something called Marinol, which is essentially a THC capsule. This is what he described mm. it to me as. Um, I've so never, there's, there's a THC in pill form. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And this was like way back. I think it helped yeah. him with spasms and mm. things like that. Well, so, it's been helping people for and, years. You know, so this they, was, they really want to do it. This was not. over, this was a decade ago, over a decade ago. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and I feel like now all of a sudden it's becoming like it's becoming mainstream. Like, yes, the most more, definitely. The more the states legalize it, the more that it's going to be able to. There's going to be people to monetize it and make money off of it. Yeah, and you know, even with some of the stigma going away, mm. there are still a lot of people that are unwilling to um, even admit that they smoke pot because yeah. <laughs> they have they they have the trouble getting yeah. rid of that stigma. Yeah, well, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah, I mean, it is still there with some some folks, but. Mm. I'm ho- I'm hoping that it goes away. Well, in time. yeah, if it's helping, it's not people, re- it's not reefer madness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's definitely not that, dude. It's come a long <laughs> way since there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it can help people, if it can make people's quality of life better, absolutely. Then why why not? I think people can benefit from it like they could any other thing. Yes, I think, like I said earlier, the options that people can have, like like you said, prescribing a different pill, like they're quick to write that script, dude. Yeah. They want you on them pills, but. I, you, I think it might be going away. It's not might even not be considered alternative medicine anymore. I, yeah, maybe I, that's what it seems like. It's yeah. on the way too. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much recreation will uh, will change that though. Yeah, but I think definitely like things like CBD oil has yes. been a big game changer I'm for a, a lot of people. I'm a big advocate of CBD. Yeah, I've actually taken it myself, and I've seen great things. I've been able to sleep better and like yeah, quality same. of sleep. Like it's huge. Like. And and I just and like I want people to do their own homework and do their research yeah, about it I, and things of that. Try nature. not to form too hard of an opinion before you experience it yourself. Exactly. And that that's goes all, for that's all everything in life. Not that's just, all anyone can ask. And yeah. you know we're all guilty of it, but just try to be as try to be more open minded if you yep. can. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When it information comes to, won't hurt you. Yeah, well, especially with the internet. Yeah, like, we have access to information more than any other time in history. Absolutely. Now. So like, do your homework. Like, don't let like don't let people form your opinion for you like we were just talking about the, i'm not even trying to let joe rogan form my opinion yeah like like he can he's he's influential uh, yeah and, and you know like i found that. i found myself going down that road yeah, yeah like oh oh he thinks that's right so yeah maybe i do too yeah yeah that definitely just circles around to that uh mm-hmm. internal dialogue that you gotta have absolutely coming full circle i think that's the big key yeah um so dumb this is it, dude. We kind of went full crazy here. And that nice. was pretty smooth and like seamless, I think. I didn't know if I was going to have that much to talk about. I think it was pretty natural, I think. I like it. Yeah. It so feels good. It feels we good. We had my friend Dom on today. We, we've talked about a wild variety of times. Yeah. Um, and good things, but it's been great having you. Thanks Thank for coming. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, dude. It's been, it's, do, it's, do, it's dope, dude. It's <laughs> dope. Yeah. Um, so. Hopefully some of you guys get to know me a little bit better. It, for those of you that don't know, this will probably come out after. Womp, womp. Um, my Bre- wife and I are moving back to Pennsylvania. Yeah, Dom's breaking up with us on May thirty first. Um, it's bittersweet, man. From from everyone here at this gym, like you are a big part of this gym, and we're gonna miss you. We're gonna miss Chris. You guys are Silas. my family. Yeah. You guys are my family. Well, I here. hope that you can get involved with like another gym up there, man. Like that's see, that's my ultimate goal. Um, so we're moving back. I'm gonna start working with my dad and yeah. uh, become part of his business to hopefully set it up so he can retire pretty that's soon. Dope. Um, and then I'll kind of take over fully from there. But one day my hope is to open my own gym. I know nice. back where I'm from, Erie, Pennsylvania, there are only a few. There's, there seems to be quite a market for it yeah. currently. Um, there aren't many options. As far yeah. as I know, there's like one affiliate in the city. Yeah. Well, like you're one doing actual affiliate. Like, I don't know. There's not going to be another place like this. Dude. That's see, that's what, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm alluding to. Yeah. I would love if I could recreate this place on some sort of level yeah. and I don't want it to be. A carbon copy yeah. i just want to have that well, sense even, of community even that if this it place is, has it is it would be good it would be effective like this place like i've been in a lot of gyms i've been in a lot of gyms in my day and this place is definitely a diamond it 
I, this is my first and real, only mm. real CrossFit experience. And yeah, I'm very fortunate. It's going to be hard to find the same experience someone else. I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah. I have a very high bar yeah. to, to from, try to match. From the gyms that I've come from, like you can't compare the two. Like it's apples to oranges. Yeah. Like where I was at Carolina CrossFit, like that was a beautiful gym and had great things. And then I came here and this is completely different. Like if you compare them, it's going to be tough for you to yeah. deal with. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. And you know, um, all I can hope to do is take as much as I can from here mm. and, and try to see if I can help other people with those yeah. similar strategies totally. in the future. That's my goal is to, yeah. to open well, a box yeah, someday. Well, hell yeah, Dom. I'm going to miss you. Someday. This is kind of like a, a, a bromance right now to the sunset. The yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to miss sorts. you. And I'm going to miss you guys. You guys are all family. Well, we'll stay in contact for sure. I'm Most sure. definitely. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, it's been great having you on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. This is the Forging Fury podcast. To help us reach more people, we need your help. Give us a five-star review. We want to talk to your mom's friends, your friend's moms, and your grandma. So give us a five-star, write a review. We're trying to get to more people. Love you, mean it.